What's up, people? You're listening to another episode of The Giants Guys. And as usual, I'm here. I'm your host. I know you guys are probably sick of seeing me by now. That's why I bring these other guys into the show because they're a lot more entertaining than I am. Um, Let's bring in the guys. Uh, We're definitely going to chop up the fact that the Giants lost 27-13 to the Seahawks. We've got plenty of things to talk about. Of course, the show is brought to you by Astroflav which we are hoping by now uh, you have tried or you are loving it like we do. It's a new age supplement company that you cannot buy in what I would call a box store. Okay. It is, uh, it's made with a lot of tender love and care right here in the state of New Jersey, astroflave.com. And if you want collagen or you want testosterone, amino acids. Oh, that's right. Thank you. My assistant. Look at that. Amino acids in pink lemonade. Bang. Let's bring the guys in. Please check out Astro Flav. Support the show. Uh, we love these guys. Uh, and I'm going to bring <clears throat> in first. What's up? Hey, Craig. Hey, everybody. How you feeling? I don't know how I'm feeling. I'm, uh, I'm kind of lukewarm right now. Let's get the other guys in here because they're always chipper. Let's get uh, the truth in here. Boom. Truth. What's up, boys? What's True. up, Michael? <laughs> All right, let's see. And of course, last but not least, it is the Spartan. And I'm sure he might want to change his name after this past weekend's game, Michigan State versus <laughs> We now have eight, eight suspended players, but we were not here to talk about that. That's right, Craig. Let's not even bring it up. And in fact, let's uh, try to delete that when we post that on YouTube tomorrow because I don't want yeah. anyone to remember what happened this past weekend. Exactly. Night Station, what's going on? Uh, a little bit more disappointing than the, uh, the Spartan loss is, uh, of course, the Giants loss. But, you know, we uh, had to lose one way or another. Eventually, we had to lose. So Yes, yes. So, uh, again, thanks for everybody jumping in. I see you guys piling in the room. Thanks for watching another episode of the Giants, guys. Um, of course, you guys know you can follow these guys on Twitter. You can go check us now on our new Instagram account, which is NYGiants underscore Rush. Um, I think he's giving away some kind of crazy prize pack uh, for the 200th follower of our new channel. So we hope you guys will do that. Oh, look at that. Look, here we go. West Coast love in the room already. When I say I'm going to do something, I do it. Hey, Allie is here from the West Coast. You know what happened? She blew off her afternoon meeting and was like, I'm hanging out with Craig and the guys. So we (laughs) applaud Allie, uh, who is in sunny California. And, you know, she left work early to hang out with us. So thank you for that. What's up, Joe, Daniel? I see all you guys. Love you guys as I normally do. Um, But what I don't love, gentlemen, is... Uh, you did rush home. I'm so happy. She's showing us extra love from California today. Um, guys, I am going to do what I always start the show off with is the top 10 things uh, that you didn't know about your 2022 New York Giants. And then we're going to get into the fact that the Giants lost to the Seahawks, which was a very winnable you're game. Not gonna, you're not going to flip your hair to start the show, Craig. Give them a little show <laughs> before we get into the business. Here we go. Look at that hair. Look at that hair. Edward scissor hands over here. I, I think it. I think Chris and I could use some of that hair, huh, Chris? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We could. We could. We could. We don't could. don't don't hate the player, hate the game. All right. So now what you didn't know about your 20 uh 2022 New York Giants, number one. You are going to love this one. It's actually my favorite one. One year ago today, 
On Halloween of 2021, the New York Giants were two and six. A year later, we are six and two. We have flipped the script. Coaching makes a difference. Um, number two thing that you might not know about your 2022 New York Giants is for the first time in three weeks, the Giants have dropped out of the top 10 power rankings. We have definitely taken a hit by losing that uh, game this weekend. Uh, we are now ranked 11th in the power ranking. Number three, in three years, Graham Gano has only missed with the Giants seven field goals. He is 80 out of 84 attempts. He is 77 of 84. That's 92%. What is super cool about this is that Graham Gano is four for four with over 50 yard kicks. Wow. Number yeah. four. You just uh, jinxed it for the Texans game. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's going to have your Seahawks 2005 game that you went to. Oh, 52 yarder. Oh, Come on. <laughs> it's 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 all true. Uh, what's up, Neil? Greetings from the Jersey Shore. We always love to see that. Um, Neil. Yeah, it's uh, it's our boy Neil. Um, number four uh, stat that you might not know about your 2022 New York Giants is that Julian Love leads the team in tackles with 54. He's on pace for 115 tackles. The last time that was done by a safety, a New York Giants safety, was in 2016 of Landon Collins. So it has been some time before that. Of course, I didn't want to go too deep into the weeds, but before that, it was Antrell Roll. So we are getting a lot of support. You're right. I'm going to throw that up there because Allie is is our super participating fan right now. Bang. He is killing it. And by the way, I don't <laughs> want to get too sidetracked, but he is killing it. He's actually having a Pro Bowl year playing better than McKinney, believe it or not. Number five stat that you might not know about your 2022 New York Giants is um, – Nick Gates uh, has returned this past Sunday after 410 days off and seven surgeries. Oh. That is something to applaud uh, because we all know that the last time we've seen anything happen like that was Richie Soybert, you know, right. back in those, um, those uh, 2007 to 2011 years, you know, Richie broke his, uh, his tibia, and uh, he came back, believe it or not, as a tight end and then a guard and then a center. So nice to have Nick Gates back. Um, really great story. Uh, number six. Uh, oh, that was six. Sorry, my bad. Number seven. Things that you might not know about your 2022 20, New York Giants. Darius Slayton. This past week had six targets, five receptions for 66 yards with an average of 13.2. 21 long. It is his best statistical output since his rookie year. And he is on pace to out, you know, to have his best year as a New York Giant right now. So there is a little bit of hope out of your wide receiver core. Uh, number <laughs> eight uh, stats that you might not know about your 2022 20, New York Giants is that, believe it or not, David Sills has caught a ball in seven of eight straight games. Outside the Tennessee Titan game, which he did not have a catch, he has caught a pass in every single game for seven straight games. So for a guy that was a practice squad guy, got cut, resigned, cut, resigned. I got to tell you, for what it's worth, we already know that, you know, he's a lower rung, you know, uh, in the talent pool when it comes to NFL wide receivers. But if you throw the ball, he catches the ball, right? Um, so, I, so I applaud, uh, I applaud uh, David Sills for making sure that he gets a grab every single week. Uh, number nine stat that you might not know, about um, your 2022 New York Giants is that Micah McFadden, who 
I was tweeting about earlier in the week. I think you guys might have seen it. Yeah. Or actually, it was probably late last week, actually. Uh, Micah McFadden, who was blanked the last two weeks with, with you know, no play time, came back uh, with a vengeance with four tackles and a sack uh, on very limited snap count. So when he is in the game, and I know Zane was complaining about our middle linebackers, um, I got to tell you, when McFadden's in the game, he does make things happen. I don't know, you know, if it's just uh, a scheme thing, but I, I, I like the fact that the rookie came in, had four tackles in a sack, you know, on his uh, first, uh, you know, uh, opportunity to play after after two weeks. Uh, number 10, which is a little bit on the embarrassing side, but I need you guys to understand where we stand from a pressure sacking the quarterback standpoint that Dexter Lawrence it leads the Giants in sacks with four and he ranks number 32 in the NFL we do have an issue with sacking the quarterback okay uh without Ojolari you know it's definitely noticeable that we are not, while we're getting you know for you stat guys pressures woo okay I don't love pressures you know what a pressure is? As soon as you snap the ball and you cross the line of scrimmage, it's a, it's a pressure. It's garbage. We need finishers, okay? And as much as I love Tibbs, he did not have a great game this past weekend. We are not sacking the quarterback. Um, and if we are literally, after eight games, our, our defensive tackle leads the team in sacks, which is only four and ranks 32 in the NFL, it's not, it's not great, guys. It's not, it's, it's definitely not great. That's not going to change. <laughs> yeah, that's got to change. That wraps up your, your, uh, you know, your uh, 10 things that what you did not know about your 2022 New York Giants. Can I hear a golf cup for that? That was pretty good, right? Good Round of applause, Craig. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's dig in, guys. Um, let's just start off real, real quick with a recap. We lose to the Seattle Seahawks. I was a firm believer that the Giants were going to win this game. Um, I was very disappointed with the lackluster offensive um, uh, output. Um, I'm going to start with with uh, with you, Chris. What was your overall feeling? Uh, because I I just I thought the defense played good enough to win that game. And of course, we we're going to get into the special teams blunder. But just what did you think about the offense? Like, where, what did you see or not see? I, I think the offense, well, going into the game, I, I didn't have a great feeling. I thought it was a 50-50. I didn't have a, you know, I was kind of right down the middle. But I think the offense just couldn't get on track, right? It just felt like they were sputtering throughout the whole game. And if not for the uh, the fumble by Lockett, I mean, uh, the, who, who knows if they even get another score in there. So great point. Um, I, I felt like they abandoned the run early. Like, they didn't go to the run early, right? It was a little time before they went right to the run. I, I feel like they should have been hammering Barkley maybe a little bit earlier in the game. Yes. Um, you know, I do, I do know that, uh, they kind of, uh, played it the same way, like they did with Jacksonville throwing a little bit off uh, on that first drive. Um, ironically, this was the first game where they went three and out three drives in a row. And the last time that happened was 2017, ironically, which or 2016 with Gino. <laughs> so that was the last time that's happened. So I just feel like they gave up on the run earlier on. They should have stuck with it a little sooner. Uh, agreed. Uh, in case you people uh, didn't catch it today, I wrote a piece. I read a write a piece every week called Java with Jones. I break down Jones in the offense. Um, and and Spartan, you know, um, my big thing this week was, as Chris just alluded to, you know, they didn't. The, we all know that the main weapon on this team is Saquon Barkley. And if they're not going to run the ball, they at least throw to him. I mean, he had three catches for nine yards. You know, they they just kind of felt like they abandoned Barkley. Yeah. 
And and then and then on top of that, I thought Barkley wasn't. And I actually saw a tweet that you sent out, which I agreed with. He wasn't running like the way he's been running with low pad level yeah. and and mm. bursting through the hole. He seemed a little tentative. He looked, he looked the way that he started out the twenty twenty one season before he went down. Like he was he was taking way too long to make decisions. He didn't quite have a motor on him. There was a play that I was especially disappointed in. Like he had all day to get to the, the outside, pitch, right? The pitch. Yeah, the pitch he, to get to the outside, which on a normal day for him would have been, you know, first down and then some. Uh, clearly he had a great game against Jacksonville. Uh, and then, yeah, he, he looked – I mean, we were down the goal line there. There were two plays there that, you know, he didn't score on the first one. We almost didn't score on the second one either. Uh, something tells me he was a little tweaked, and nobody reported it, and nobody said anything. He decided to play. There's no mention of it in the media. I definitely, definitely have a feeling that he was just slightly hurt, and the bye week's going to do him very well. Uh, I would have liked to have seen them perhaps pass out to Saquon a little bit more. Uh, they didn't really utilize him in that sense very much. They just kept on sticking with the run. Uh, but, yeah, I don't think it was going to be a very successful day for Saquon overall, just based on the way that he was playing. And I will say another contributing factor to the offense, I, I'm going to give the Seahawks fans a lot of credit here. It was really freaking loud at that stadium. You could totally tell. I mean, there were a lot of times there. They didn't even call false, false start, but certain guys were getting off the line of scrimmage faster than the other guys were. Uh, and it just looked like – you had that factored in with the fact that, you know, they're down receiver. Saquon looks a little tweaked. Uh, I'll tell you one one area that I actually liked on the offense, aside from the, the run blocking, uh, I thought the offensive line actually did pretty good. Uh, I didn't really see Jones running around for his life back there. He had some time in the pocket. It's just, you know, guys wouldn't get open, and I don't really know if they ran the right scheme. You do, you do realize he got sacked five times, right? He got sacked five times? I thought the Giants had five sacks. I guess they, they was a misprint, huh? No, you look at the box score. They counted five. They have five sacks. And the Giants had three, right? That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so, truth. What did you What did you see that maybe you know? I, I yeah, I thought I, he had way more time than that, man. Yeah, yeah you're not I wrong. Mean, yeah, I know. Next, I mean, listen, Spartan. He got sacked two times at the end of the game. I mean, you know, like so. There's two oh, right oh, there. There you go. I turned off my TV at the end. So yeah. Uh, truth, I mean, <laughs> night and day compared to what we've seen, Barkley hitting the hole fast and hard, you know, um, you know, and even even to the fact that, like, I know they miss Bellinger's, you know, receiving and blocking ability. I'm sure that was a big thing. I did not think Phillips yep. had a good day. He had a couple false starts. He had a couple holes. Yep. Like, I didn't think he had a good day. And I, do you think that maybe gets in Barkley's head that Neil's not there, so he starts maybe running, you know, like, Tentative? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not in his head, but I, I will say that, um, I mean, Spartan was right about what Barkley was running. Very hesitant, very unsure, uh, not concise with his cuts. Uh, but I will say, you know, the Giants, really, aside from Jacksonville, notorious for slow starts, and it's catching up with them. They got to get somehow find a way to have better starts else. It's not going to be, it's not going to be always fun to come back and win games in fourth quarters. Hundred percent. Listen, I don't want anybody to forget too. Um, we have been giving away thanks to Crypto Freeze, um, our good friend on Twitter. If you're not following him, check him out. So he has donated like two hundred fifty dollars to the NY Giants Rush Crew, and I went out and bought a whole bunch of T-shirts, all different colors, sizes. I got one right here to show you guys. Check them out. Yeah, that's a great. That's a great. Uh, right. It's so. So I got, I got all new t-shirts and I actually have a couple hoodies too. So the best question of the day, um, at the end of the show, we will, um, and Nikki might, Hey, what's up, Jake? What's up, Mason? 
What's up, Mark? I see you guys jumping in. Um, so I already think I owe, I owe uh, Brad and I think Mark and Joe, I think prize packs too. So whoever has the best question, we'll vote it at the end of the show and um, we'll give away some, some great gear. And you are right, 100%. All three of you guys are right. The offense looked off. It, it didn't look like it was in sync. And I'm sorry that, listen, I know Kafka's a rookie OC, and it showed this week, guys. It showed because Saquon Barkley is a dual threat that, <laughs> that they're not using. Like the last time I checked to be a dual threat, you absolutely have to throw the guy the ball. Yeah, give him the ball. Give him yeah, the ball. If I could add something, they took away that 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 play fake. I mean, they they were spreading those those ends wide to take away that that uh, you know that play action fake or that boot. So that took away and Barkley with that shoulder, right? I mean, I, they're probably not talking about it too much, but I'm sure that's affecting him from a from a week ago in Jacksonville when he hurt that shoulder. And, and another thing, you, you got to give Seattle credit. I mean, like yeah. this Creek just pointed out, they they had a great game plan and they executed it. They stayed in their lanes. They played okay. good, solid right. football. So let's, so let's talk about that. Great game plan doesn't mean you just curl up in a ball and go to sleep. No. Like, you know, right? Like we didn't run any draws. We didn't run any screens. We didn't roll out. So you know, you know what it reminded like, me of, Craig? It actually didn't – like, I, I was like, you know what? This doesn't remind me of Garrett. It actually kind of reminds me of Kevin Gilbride and the games that they would have back in the day that just – sometimes he would have game plans, especially against the Eagles, that just never made sense. And we were doing, you know, doing plays that just were consistently not working yeah. and just no – no no uh, just failure to really draw up a plan that's going to work. Yeah, like, listen, like, sometimes I saw this, uh, this interview with Charlie Weiss, who used to, you know, be Patriots, Giants – also, Notre the head coach at you know, Notre Dame. Yeah, he 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 always uh Mike, you're killing me with that ice, buddy. Um, what do you call it? Um, <laughs> he's uh yeah. I'm like Mike, what are you doing? Um, so uh, what do you call it? Tells this story about how they had a game plan that wasn't working, and he went to Parcells and he went like this. Yo, we're throwing this out, and we're going we're going to no huddle, and can we do it? And Parcells like. Do whatever you got to do, but score some freaking points. You know what yeah. I mean? So, so like it is 100% right there, Spartan. Like it didn't work, but it didn't seem like they shifted any gears. Like I was going, where's the rollout? Where's the screen? Where's the draw? Like nothing was there. And yes, uh, truth, 100%, they're going to get credit. They had a great, great game plan. They shut down Barkley, you know, but I mean, for the love of God, come up with something else, anything. Like right. we just like, we just like, we gave up. You know, and I, I, so overall, that was a winnable game because the defense for the first half looked, 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 looked dynamite. Defense yeah. could have kept us in the game to win, but like even if Richie James didn't fumble twice, I actually still feel like we would have lost, but it probably would have been a four point game. Ah, so let's segue to the Richie James. Do we have to? Well, we do because I have to turn off my TV again. <laughs> yeah. Don't be turning <laughs> us off there, Spartan. Um, Here's my thing, uh, Spartan. Uh, we keep this coach, this 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 um, special teams coach from from regime to regime to regime. Somehow, this guy has dirty pictures on people because he keeps getting a job with the New York Giants, and our special teams still suck. I mean, like, I'm sorry, but you know, he cost us 14 points, right? And like I don't know, it was ten. How many was it? Ten. Yeah, I thought it was ten. Those two turnovers, wasn't it? Field goal and a touchdown. touchdown and a field goal. I thought so. Field goal touchdown. I thought. 
Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yep. Yeah. Throws 10 and points. Walker, yep. 10 points. You know, that means it's a 17-13 game without, without Richie James dropping the ball on the carpet. Spartan, like, you know, he drops one. You send him back out there. I mean, remember uh, David Wilson dropped the ball and Coughlin put him on the bench for like two weeks. It, it's so infuriating because you saw when he first caught that one, the first one, like it bobbled in his arms for a second. You just say to yourself, something's, something's off today with that guy. And he's also wearing that sleeve at first, which is like has just does not have any solid control of that football. Uh, you know, they're playing in Seattle there. It looked damp. Why, why didn't they just wave a fair catch? Just say screw it, especially that. Yeah, second. but you can't do that because he had plenty of time to catch the ball. And you, you got to keep in mind, you know, you talk about the turnovers. You know, the Giants didn't get that turnover. They only scored six points in the whole game. So yeah. it, it technically it'd be a 17-6 game. Giants would have lost. If you want to be yeah, and the bigger picture with James, this is his third punt. He fumbled one against Chicago, and luckily it didn't come right. back to haunt him. So That's true. I, I yeah, I think it's time to move on from James. You, you, these games are too close to risk a fumble on a punt return. Right. This is a team that we have for It's just so small. We can't afford mistakes right. like that. We couldn't afford well, one month, let alone two. I mean, every single game, one of the things that, that's really enabled the Giants to get out of these games alive and, is and the by the way, detail. We ended the season with, with, with Bachman returning kicks and punch, and he did fantastic. Yeah, yeah he did fine. He, he did a good job. Hey, like holds on to the football. That's what you want. Yeah, it's just mind numbing because that's your only job. Like, is make sure you secure the ball, ball security. Like, and the and the and the the second one, he just got blasted and he mm. just dropped it. Like, I mean, look, he's a he's a fragile cat to begin with. Okay, like so why? And this is what bothers me. And guys, call, call me crazy, Chris. Call me crazy, but crazy. Thank you. Um, You're crazy uh, either way, man. You're crazy. Nuts, Greg. Jesus. Yeah. Know. Exactly. Exactly. Screws loose, nuts, whatever it yeah. is. Oh, we love all, all of the above. Um, here's the thing, Krista, but that really, you know, rubs me wrong. Is he's like with an offense with limited offensive talent. Why would I have my second best receiver returning kicks? If he gets hurt. Now you are literally going to war with Slayton, um, Sills, and and uh, what's it, Marcus? Um, is it Marcus Johnson? Marcus Johnson. Johnson. Well, I think I, I think when you look to the punt return game, you really only have Darnay Holmes. Maybe they don't feel confident in him because he's a DB. You have Adoree Jackson. You're not going to put your number one corner to return punts. And you have Slayton, who's your number one receiver, really, who could return punts. So, really, it comes down to James, which why right. that's why he was brought here, is to be a special yeah. teamer. I don't think they envisioned him ever. That's right. You know, that's why I made the team. So, it's but really he's, – he's <laughs> Well, I think it's going to change. I think you're going to look to a guy like Robert Foster, possibly – uh, who got brought back on the practice squad? Maybe being elevated. Not be able to get yards, but it's like, look, you can't. Chris, I mean, if you, you know he can make mistakes that easily, can't have him out there. Can't have him returning. Yeah, I agree. That that's going to be it. I, I got that know. other kid in the practice squad too, Chris. Right, that guy Pimpleton. Pimpleton, uh, who came over from Detroit. Right. Um, so, I, yeah. by the I way, think, that is a very he was a very good returner. I don't know why they're not using him. They well, might. Seaman, they might have. He was yeah. terrific in college. I mean, listen, it literally lost you the game. Even though they yeah. weren't playing great. Yeah. And, and you know, and listen, it, it, we're no, we, we are kind of, you know, ripping it up. We are, we are six and two. It's a great place to be at Dubai. As I mentioned earlier in the show, we were two and six at this time last year. So we're still in a really good place. Yeah, we're a good spot. Yeah. We're great. Analy and just analyzing the game in general, you start off very slow. Barkley doesn't get the ball. You have two turnovers on punts. 
like you're already digging yourself a hole. Now, defensively, you know, Adoree Jackson was having the game of his life. You know, Leonard Williams gets a sack, you know, uh, which is good to get off the snide. Uh, Micah McFadden gets a sack. So the defense was was playing well, right? Yeah. So, you know, you you really, we we can't complain about being six and two. But when you look at that game, uh, Truth, that was a winnable game, was it not? Mike? Yeah, but but life is life is like even Stevens things even out. Giants should have lost games this year, but they came back. You know, things even out. So I, I look at it six and two, move on. You know, they didn't play well as a team. Uh so Texas used to me. All right, so let, let's talk about and you're right, I can throw this up here. He re, you're you're right, uh NY Giants twenty twenty. We got it. You need a more personalized tag, by the way. NY Giants twenty twenty. I can't work with that. What do I call you? Twenty twenty two? What do I call you? N NYG twenty two? That's too hard. Come on, help me out here. <laughs> um yes. Uh I was never I wasn't an Adoree Jackson fan, but he has had in wink system, it has fit him like a glove. Uh, you know not giving you an OJ reference, but it, uh, it has fit him, um, you know, quite, quite easily. He, he definitely looks like, it, you know, um, Oh, wait a minute. We have a look. I want you to remember this. I'm going to write it down that look at this question. So per each of you, who is your biggest surprise player of the first half and why? All right. So that's a good. See, I knew she was coming prepared. She told me she was coming prepared. I'm going to write that down at 8.32 so we know where to go back. But right now, Allie's in the lead with the best question. But I will say, to scroll back through the bazillion uh, comments in here, uh, Jake says he got – here. let me put this up here, guys. Jake says he got robbed last week. So, Jake, you better then come with something good this week because Allie's already, like, way out in front. Allie's, Allie's way out ahead, guys. Yeah, Bring if you want to catch her, you better come – you better come uh, – with a really good question. Hey, real real quick, can I bring up one point? This is a little random, but this is something that's been really pissing me off about Kafka all year. If it's third and five, why are they throwing four-yard routes? Or if it's third and ten, they're throwing nine-yard hooks. It, 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 do you guys see this? Yes. It's every time they always do one yard short. No matter how far away we are right, from that right. first down marker, they're one or two yards short. Like guys, I don't blame all over. I don't. I don't blame that on. I don't blame that on Kafka though. I mean, the, do you think they're running receiver, bad routes because you can't possibly think that this is a winning situation to go short of the first down marker, right? Yeah, I mean that's on the listen as a wide receiver lining up at the line. You got to know where the sticks are, and you know that you got to run seven to catch the ball at five. Like now, is the DB gonna give it to you? I don't know. But you you have to know where the sticks are as a wide receiver. You know how you you might have to run that route. Two two yards yeah. deeper to get the first down because there'd be no reason why Kafka like, hey, hey. for the ball. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You would you would never like automatically go out there and be like, hey, hey, don't run this for five yards for the first down. We're gotcha. only so he's calling the right plays. Wide receivers are just not executing. Yeah. Well, again, like, I mean, I'm sure there's this there's a give and go, like, you know, but you know that it's it's third and five. You need a first down. You better run seven to come get the ball right. at five. Right, because this is getting frustrating. There were a couple – I mean, that happened. That was uh, either the first or second drive. We would have gotten a first down. They just – you know, he, he did a hook short. Yeah, that's on the receiver. And that's yeah. – you know, and that's something that we're going to – I'm going to – you know, listen, that game was winnable. We didn't win it. They came out flat, which I'm going to I'm gonna segue here into, guys, what I wrote about today on NY Giants Rush. Please, someone here make sense of this for me. So, uh, Chris – 
how does this make sense? We we believe in GM Joe. We believe in Dabes. We mm-hmm. believe in Kafka. And they use a second round pick, which you all gave me crap for. Mm-hmm. Okay. You gotta believe. We got the next Tyreek Hill. You mean you gave us crap because you thought he we we got like uh the draft bust of the century when we got him. Exactly. Oh, I remember that. Okay, and <laughs> and right here I have a five eight one hundred and seventy pound receiver, Chris, mm-hmm. who when you look across the league, those guys are special teams only. They don't make like there's the of course there's the outliers like Lockett and 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 Tyree Kill. You know, there's a handful of guys. I'm not saying there isn't four or five guys out there that are small. No, I know, I know. But 95% of the rest of them, special teams can't do anything. We're going to, we waste a second round draft pick on a, on a kid that's like, I know he's jacked and he's a workout freak, but he gets hurt with one catch in first game. He's on his shelf. He comes back. Why is he not being used? He's a second round draft pick. He had two catches for 15 yards this week. Like it's pathetic. So it's either A, he's too small, Jones can't sing. B, he don't know the playbook. C, they're not packaging upright. You know, someone says, he's just an underneath route. Look, this is 2022. These guys clear out routes, run underneath routes, pick and rolls. They run crack back. They run all these things to get guys open if they want them. Why is Wandell Robinson not getting six, seven targets a game? Why is this literally like second round draft pick who's like literally got no impact at all? Help me. Well, this is only second game back, right? Jacksonville, he 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 did a, he did a good job. Listen, he got three targets. I understand, but yeah, he made some plays in that Jacksonville game. Yeah, I, Slayton had six targets, so three more. But I, you're going to have to just look at the game plan. You know, obviously he wasn't uh, he wasn't a priority in the game plan. You know, Kafka, I think slowly will get him more involved. It's only a second game back, so give it give it some time. I mean, I the whole thing was not to utilize him a little bit more. Like he should be getting more yeah. targets at this point than the. Thank the, you, you know, thank you. Thank no, you. I agree. But How that is he not back, part of the game plan. But that it goes what we were saying earlier on. The whole offensive, you know, uh, scheme on on Sunday was unusual. It was just very. It wasn't what we all expected with the creativity, with with guys in motion moving around. We we saw that all across the board. So I don't think you could just point it to Wondell. We saw right, right, really right. a different a different offense than what we've seen the the first uh, seven weeks or eight weeks. So or seven weeks. So I think you know. Let's see what happens in the Texans game, right? I think things are going to open up and they're going to they're going to use them more. So let's 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 uh, let's wait and see for the next couple I, of games. I, I real quick also bring up somebody else that I actually don't think is that bad when they're going out for routes. I, and you guys might disagree, but Tanner Hudson, I look, I, I don't. I, he's a serviceable backup for uh, Bellinger with some of these routes. I mean, they got to look to him a little bit more too. I, I think he's more trustworthy than. Uh, you know, some other receivers that we were talking about. Yeah, and you know, Mike, he's not a good blocker. I think that's part of the reason, too. Right. But no, I'd yeah, like to keep an eye on, on, on Lawrence Cager, who came over from the Jets practice squad. You saw that Jones missed him, but he's got some ability. I, I think he's going to uh, I think he's gonna fill in nicely for Bellinger. Even when Bellinger comes back, he, you're going to see him. He can't block either, Chris. Remember no. That. But you'll see him when they, when they go four or they go even three wide. You know, you might see him out there with his height. He's no, more wait, of a receiver. Let's, let's, let's not get too far into the weeds yet on the tight ends. So, like, like Real Cold always comes in with great comments every single week. You know, we don't – he is – a Robinson's a little bit brittle, right? And, Chris, you said, oh, like, give him some time. But, Spartan, I think you talked about – and, Truth, you, you, you jumped on there too. Like, we don't have the luxury of waiting for guys to get great. Like – 
we don't have that type of luxury. Like, like we're playing with house money right now at six and two. You can afford to make some mistakes, right? Um, but the second round draft pick has to be on the field and have packages making place. What was missing was the dine. What do they, what do they always say about when you watch the bills and you watch Kansas city? What do people say? You know, explosive place. There's a stat line for it. Now there's literally, if you're a stat junkie or a PFF guy, there's a stat line for explosive plays per game. The giants have zero explosive plays. And the two most explosive guys are supposed to be Wandell Robinson and Saquon Barkley. Like, can you explain what like an explosive play is? Like, what? How do you? How do we define this? I, I don't. I don't understand. It has, a, it has a. Def, it has a definition. I'll Isn't it over something over twenty yards? Is yeah. it could be an explosive play. That's, that's kind of what they're All saying. Right. Like yeah. I will say, like when I was Isn't watching the really? Browns game last night, I did kind of feel like I'm watching the Browns offense. Like, boom! There's there's some explosion there. So I feel like yeah. you know, eye level, I'm able to like pick up what exactly this means, but. All right, here you go. The definition of explosive play can be defined as any pass uh, that gains tw- uh, uh, 20 uh, yards um, or more or any rush that's 10-plus yards. All right, Chris. So but 20 it, yards can be right, after the catch, right? Like, no, it's 20 yards a pass or 10 for a rush. Except okay. for the Giants. Anything over 10 yards should be explosive. They should change that. Well, last hey, plenty, plenty of explosive <laughs> runs with the Jacksonville game, though. So we know it's right. on, the, on their feet. Yeah. It's out of Jones or, or uh, Saquon. Can I interject about Robinson? Yeah, sure. That's okay. why you're here. Okay. Um, I, I think, like Chris says, I think, I think, I think Kappa's going to give him more looks as we get into the second half of the season. And I, I, I think this kid right now is 12 catches right now. He only played four games. I think he's going to, I think he's going to end up leading the team by receivers in receptions, he won't lead because Barkley, Barkley. No, I'm not crazy. I said this in the beginning of the year. I think they're gonna they're gonna use him more with those quick little slants, those little tiny little bubble screens. He, he he'd be perfect for that. The way he I is. never said he couldn't. I, I and and I put this up because uh, my man Tony dropped in. Thanks for hanging out, Tony. Listen, I'm not saying he can't catch or he's not dynamic. I'm saying he can catch and he is dynamic. Why is he not on the field? Well, say, look, Craig, let me let me reel that back. He was he had 45 snaps on Sunday, 69% of the snaps he was in on. So is this a Kafka not getting him involved, or is this Wandell right. not doing the routes and not getting open? So that's that begs the question, which let's see what happens in the Texas Lions game, see if they get him more involved. They're watching right. the tape. I'm sure they're gonna figure it out and try to try to utilize him. They have to, they have no choice. They have nobody else other than Slate. Right. Yeah. Yeah, oh, and he's wait. explosive with the ball in his hand. So they they right. gotta find ways to get in the ball. Well, you, you, you know, our girl drops in when um, when we get anything to do with Kenny Galladay in the chat. They're talking Kenny Galladay in the chat, and we get this. Who cares if we see Kenny Galladay ever again? That's Nikki. You know she can't stand Kenny. Galladay. <laughs> <laughs> she is true. She is true blue there. Well, drinking um, a tonic and vodka. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, uh, let's see who unexpected, who will unexpectedly come back from the buy on. Wait, she's got two questions now. Look, now I got to write down. You guys all in the chat, your questions. Like, Allie's kicking your butt. She came in like at, <laughs> at, at eight thirty-two, and now at eight forty-one, she's got. She has the number one and the number two question. You're, let's go. Where's Where's Jake? He said he got ripped off last week with his question. Let's go, people. Step Are you up. Heaps. 
Well, she referred to maybe Colliday for that question because I, you know, I hope so, but I don't, I don't know. Mason asked a good question too. Mason just asked a good one. Where's Mason? Mason's always got good questions. Seven up. Seven, Who I mean, leads the team in receiving the, the second? Oh, in the second half of the season, it's uh, it's got to be Slayton. But I'll write the question down. That's a good question. Uh, Eight forty one, Mason. Um, listen, right now, as I read you the stats on Slayton, he's on pace, you know, to have his best year as a um, as a pro. You know, he's for a guy who's had the hiccups and the drops. He's he's played nicely. And by the way, the highlight. I think you'll agree with me, Spartan. Here, the highlight of this past weekend was the rips from Jones to Slayton. Like mm-hmm. every catch he made was either contested or was a was a great you know rip and run. Like those two looked. That was the best part of the offense. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Watching this past week, no doubt. Exactly. Like so, no like doubt. yeah, I was stoked about <laughs> the fact. And listen, and and we can we can t- to to put a a bow on the Robinson thing. Listen, I like him. I want him to do well. He's wearing Giants blue. But as Chris said, like, we hope that when the buy is over that, like, it is the one. And in truth, listen, I don't think it's going to happen. But if you're right, rock and roll. Like, if Wondell Robinson just outpaces Slayton for the rest of the year. It's only six receptions behind. He's only six receptions behind. It's not that much. Wondell Robinson's catching slants and out little tiny little dumps and outs and oh yeah, but they I mean they all are. Slayton is getting more deep balls, but let's be real. They're all they're all catching a little dinky routes. Yeah, like Slayton's the only guy that's catching balls downfield. So so you're right. Oh, yeah, Robinson, that's not that's not Robinson's style. That's not Robinson's style. He's a he's a well, short slant not, then run with yeah, the ball. That's what he did. In college, he wasn't he went downfield plenty of times in college. Look at look 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 at some of the stuff he did with uh, over the middle. Over the middle, he's an excellent. He's an excellent he had a lot of game. yards after the catch, Robinson. A lot of yards after the catch. Lots. Um, he used to be a running back, so he he he's he's good with the ball in his hands. Yeah. Sure. All right, so I got to put this one up here because Cole's coming in hard with how do we got to feel about Gawinski's <laughs> play? I see he's been taking some heat from folks online. Um, Getting better. Getting better. Yeah, I was gonna say he. I think um, eight forty five. Good question, Cole. Putting that down here. So, uh, great question. We don't, uh, I'll, I'll say this and you guys can always jump in. I think he started off real rough because mm-hmm. I don't think that, you know, I don't know if they get enough snaps in preseason and stuff, but I think his, I think his last two games have been his best of the year. I think he's slowly figuring out and then all of a sudden now Neil gets hurt. Right. So mm-hmm. I think he's learning to play with Bredesen. He's learning to play with Feliciano. Right. I think you'll see him get better as the when Neil comes back because he was just starting to get better. The first yeah. three games, he looked bad. And I don't know if that's because Neil was bad that made him look bad. Because Neil had those first two games were not great. Um, so uh, but great question. Um, all right, bowing it up. Hey, fingers crossed that Robinson does pass up Slayton and that he he does it because which let's talk about the elephant in the room, guys. Um I, I don't know. I know you guys are all, you're different than me. I'm, I'm wired to be cynical, you know? <laughs> um, I'll give you this soapbox speech and I'll hand it to you guys. At six and two, a year ago, we were two and six. A year ago later with great coaching and, um, you know, draft picks and free agents, we are now six and two. To me, it's house money, right? It's like you can afford to make a couple mistakes, guys. Here's the thing. I don't, I don't believe in participation trophies, okay? I don't give my kids second-place trophies that I coach in lacrosse, football, basketball. 
I don't give them. The second place team, you didn't win. Okay? Not everybody should get a trophy. Sorry. And that's what it feels like because we are 6-2. and two. We are now considered a good team. Right? Things are clicking. The rebuild jumped a whole year ahead. We never thought we would be in this position. Coaches get judged on winning, right? Like, if we're not going to go for it, why just limp into the playoffs and go, hey, hey, guys, thanks for inviting us. We'll sit in the back while you real good teams play. Like, I want to go for it. And I didn't want a big splash. I didn't want Judy. I didn't want more. I just wanted a piece because we're throwing for 170 yards a game. And at 170 yards a game, that means that you make a wild card and you're out in the first round. And I'll, I'll hand it to you guys with this. The NFC East has, I think, I, if, I can, I can, if I can find this stat, like there's like an 80-something, 84% <laughs> that two wild cards are going to come out of the NFC East. Okay? Cowboys and Giants. Right? You don't really have a chance to compete with Sills and James you just can't compete with 170 yards in the playoffs. You can tell me that the Giants with the Super Bowl at 9 and 7 and 10 and 6, that's fine. They had an all world line. They had all world receivers, like classical they, they were a much better team. Those teams were much better when everybody clicked. They're probably, they, they were just inconsistent. It, there it, is no. We don't have that like, very yep, far end of the yep, belt. There is have. no Victor Cruz. There's no Hakeem no, Nix. No, we, we don't There's have nothing them. there. So all I wanted, guys, was a piece. I didn't care how small. How big? I, I don't care if they even if they signed Fuller, who doesn't have a job. I just wanted a piece because we can't win at, at uh, 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 with 170 yards a game. Why go to the playoffs if we're not going to really try to win? We're not. I have going no to doubt win. that he picked up the phone. I have no doubt that Shane picked up the phone today and tried making phone calls yeah. and probably just weighed down everything on the line. He went down the list that we all talked about on Twitter. I have no doubt he called for Judy. I have no doubt he called for all the guys that we were talking about. And when he wrote down what the Broncos or whoever these teams were wanting in return, he wrote it down and said, you know what? I don't know. We're, we're a good team, but I can't give up draft capital because we are still rebuilding. We are the best rebuilding team I have ever seen in my entire life. And, and he probably just looked down. He's like, you know what? None of these guys are future pieces. Yep. We'll have to figure something out. We, we just got a bonus. And we, we weren't even – Tony wasn't even playing. We just got gifted two picks. For a guy, again, but it depends on what these other teams were trying to what, what they were trying to pry. I mean, I did see the Claypool one. I'm like, look, there, there may have been some opportunity there. Who knows? The Giants may have been in contention there, and at the last second, the the Bears offered just a little bit more. Listen, yeah, I didn't I, want any of I those see. guys. And yeah. listen, there are guys without jobs. All I'm saying, Fuller retired. Was that Nikki? Is that yeah. true? Did he retire? He did. I got that as well. When did when did that happen? During the season. Last week. During the season, sometime. Okay. Like, yeah. like I'm just I'm just making the point. Thank you, Nikki, because I, I thought I know like three weeks ago he was still yeah, looking for a job. Um, you know, I just at six and two, there's a good chance you win 10, 11 games, but then you go into the playoffs and they go like this. Oh yeah, yeah. They're not they'll look, they're not gonna contain, but even if they made the the, the trades today for, for like just that one piece, Craig, I, I really don't think they're Super Bowl contenders anyway. And don't get me wrong, I get what you're saying. Like you gotta try, it's almost a little sad that doesn't you're matter. But yeah, like yeah. Mike, Mike, one, you never know when someone gets hot in the playoffs. 
but I understand that on paper they're not a they're not a Super Bowl team. I get it. But my point is that doesn't mean I just show up at the playoffs and get my doors blown off. I get that. Hey, Neil, Neil, LBI, NJ had a great comment there in the comment section. Why don't you pop that up? I get it. A lot of a lot of commentators were pointing to that as being an issue. I agree. I understand. Wait, I, I, just, I don't understand I, what I the just, cap has to do with the trading deadline today. What's uh, it? What's like a big piece, and you can't afford a big piece. Yeah, well, yeah, we, I think we all agree a big piece wasn't necessary. You know, I wrote an article today about them options and a lower tier, mid tier guy under control would not have been a big piece, but he would have given them some depth and some some talent. You don't have to. Just I, I saw so many things on Twitter today that why trade for somebody if we're not super competitive? That's so stupid. So that is absolutely I, I, stupid. There's a bunch of people in the chat talking about Bachman. So um, two things that I could tell you about Bachman. Um, I don't remember if you guys were with me or not, but we interviewed Bachman last year. Um, he was, if you guys are interested at all, if you go to YouTube and you go to the Giants guys, our Alex Bachman interview is up there. It's a great interview. He's a very cool, classy guy, you know. Um, I mean, in real cold, actually, said, does Bachman have some kind of beef with the Giants? There's got to be something going on a little bit there because he's been, you know, practice squad played. He did really well for the team at the end of the year. He works super hard, you know. And then in preseason, what do you do? Rip off 200 yards and two touchdowns in that one preseason game? Like, he's, he's, he's produced enough to have a job over Ricky James, you know, in the preseason. Chris, we and I were at camp. Ricky James dropped like almost every ball he had, but Ricky James still made the team and Bachman didn't. Well, he, Ricky James actually played well in the preseason, but I think what ha- he, was a, he was a victim of the numbers. It was too many slot guys when you added Sterling Shepard, Richie James. I think, I, so I, I think, I, I think the point had. is yeah. why, why Ricky James and not Bachman? Because Bachman came in from the 49ers and had, you know, and got a contract. Well, I think Richie James had more of a, a resume returning punts than Bachman did just a couple times in preseason. And last year in regular season, which he did well. But I think it came down to Richie James having more experience. Now, different yeah. story. I mean, I don't want Richie James catching punts anymore. I want somebody else back there. Who knows? Maybe they bring him back. Maybe want you know, maybe maybe there is an opportunity for him. But what, um, what I was told, Chris, is that he turned down an offer. That the well, Giants I, did did make him an offer and he turned it down. But that was the practice squad. Right that was for practice squad. I think, back. I think he's had it with practice squad. In my opinion, he's probably been here for a few years now in practice squad, moving back and forth. He probably just thought he can catch on with another team and get a fresh start, which hasn't happened. So maybe he revisits that if the giants were to call him and he does come back. He's better. He's better. I don't, I don't, I don't blame yeah. him. Be honest with you. His wheels here. you know, he never got a shot really. I got to throw this up here because maybe you guys know if there's an update on T Y Hilton. Thanks Joe. Like what about T Y Hilton? T Y Hilton probably still has got great hands. Like it's just a piece, right? Like yeah. why? What's, what is, what's he, he asking? I don't know. I think I, what is he like thirty four? I don't know what his what his situation is. What's what's yeah. league minimum now for for veterans of that age? I think it's actually pretty significant. I think it's like eight hundred thousand. Yeah. I think oh, so. actually, you know that's totally doable with what we have with what Nikki put up. I will say this. Let, let me just say this. Like our wide receiver side, like I look down the, the obvious goal here, and what really needs to happen is the Giants got to win the next two. Beyond mm-hmm. that, it's like, look, Indianapolis, I'm saying get Washington twice. I realize if they just got them once, it's 10 wins. Mm-hmm. I think they could still do it with the roster we have. What, win 10 games? Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, listen, I, don't get me wrong. 
The Giants can win 10 games with the roster they have. Mm -hmm. But when you narrow it down to the best eight teams in the game, the Giants are the worst. Craig, the nice part about football is there's not a seven-game series. Just get into the playoffs. On any given day, anybody can beat anybody. You know, so I think they're sticking to the script, right? They're not going to, you know, change these draft picks and, and jeopardize the future, but nope. they're going to stick with these this script, the way they've been playing. It's all going to be gut-wrenching down to the end. They're not going to win, you know, by too many points. It's going to come down to that fourth quarter like usual, and they're going to roll the dice. And I will say, if they can get the Eagles in any of these next – any of the two games, then they can certainly beat anybody in the playoffs. If they can just prove that they can beat the Eagles, then anything's really possible. Guys get hurt, things change with teams, Absolutely. so you never know. I, I, I agree. I, I think – like, I'm not being like a naysayer. What I'm just okay. saying is that when you look at the elite teams, okay, we're never elite. We're just scrappy, lucky – and and work it. We work hard. Well, you, what you're saying is you want the Giants to be in the best position to succeed, no matter what the circumstances are, right? And you think uh, you thought that today, if they had acquired a piece for receiver, then that would have been the best foot forward for the not, remainder. Not, and, and but again, and I want to reiterate. Yes, you nailed that, Spartan. Except for the one thing, it was. A I'm piece. a good psychologist. Uh, I, I can I can read your mind. Yes, well, that's scary. It's very dark in there. I'm not sure you want to hang out inside my mind very long. Um, <laughs> Um, my thing, uh, Spartan was yes. Like if, if I go to the playoffs, like you, 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 I, I rode the wave with you all season. Right. And you go to the playoffs. I want to win. Like, I don't want to just go, Hey, hey, thanks guys. Hey, thanks for the invite. You guys are so nice. Like I want to win. Like, you know, you want good football. And, yeah. and when the giants are 100% healthy, they're still not as good as, as, Buffalo, Kansas City, Cincinnati, you know what I mean? Like they're just Minnesota. They're still not as good as them because we don't have one player at the wide receiver level that anyone game plans for or is afraid of. There we is just not don't have the playmakers on offense outside of Barkley. Yeah. But, hey, we have a good defense for the playoffs. I have no doubt. Like if they catch an offense on the wrong day, if they go in and play Los Angeles like in the first round and as a wild card team, I have no doubt they would win a game like that. Listen, yeah. their defense has to be better in the pass rush. Forget about it. Well, I'm going to put this. I'm going to put this up here, and then we can roll into uh, uh, next topic because we we're, were kind of running out of time. I'm going to put this up here because it always makes me feel good, and because it's my show, I'm allowed to do this. Uh, J- uh, Jake said he just he just joined and scrolled back. Says thank you for saying pressures don't mean crap because they don't. Such as misleading stat. I hate it. I don't give a crap about pressures. I want to see sacks. It is true. Right now, as I, I read to you guys earlier in the show, you know, the, the uh, I'll read it again. Dexter Lawrence leads the Giants in sacks with four. That ranks number 32 in the NFL. Like, that's the bottom, like, for, for an individual player. Like, we don't finish. And as much as we love Tibbs, you guys were saying defensive player of the year. Hell no, that dude's not winning defensive player of the year. Like, now, he got oh, hurt. No. I, no. I mean – you know, uh, uh, he got hurt. Um, I, I get it. And I really like the player, so I'm not killing the player. I'm saying that, you know, he he's going to need a second year, you know what I mean, to be that that guy, that finisher. Which it takes some time. And I, I have no doubt that he'll he'll develop. He'll develop just yeah. he's got the speed, which is what a lot of people don't have. He could totally put on a little bit of muscle. What, what's hurting the Giants is that we were depending on Ojolari. Yeah. And – you know, there's some discussion about Ojolari putting on 15 pounds of muscle and now his, you know, his frame just 
can't handle the extra muscle mass. You know, he's, you know, he's, he's just can't get on the field because he's got hamstring issues. He's got calf issues. He's got all these issues. So, um, what is our sack record as a team, Mark? I'll have to look that up. Um, he's 16. I was only 16. Uh, so 16 total four of the 16, one fourth of them is Dexter Lawrence. And just keep in mind, Wink, when he was at Baltimore, he he liked generating pressure or sacks from everybody. So that's one of his traits was trying to create, you know, sacks with, with a bunch of people, not just one guy. So I, I I don't know what the giants rank in the NFL. If anybody knows what, what they're ranked uh, out of 32 teams, I'd be curious. They've done an effective job of getting random guys in for sacks, like not your typical defensive lineman. I mean, like seeing Micah McFadden get a sack the other day, that was pretty yeah. incredible. That was a good play. Same with X-Man, man. Like when they yeah. use him to get a sack, it's daylight because nobody's expecting him to rush. He mm-hmm. blew up uh, Gino the other day. He did. And I'm, I'm glad he did because he had a, he had back-to-back games. He has not had two good games back-to-back. He has been off his game. Um, so I'm excited that, you know, Love has had two good games, you know. Um you know, so, you know who's earning. I'm sorry, Belton. No, I said I'm going to say who's earning more playing time is Fox. He's he's doing a great job. That kid good. off it. He's not only sealing the edge. He's also pressuring and getting into the quarterback. Couple of tackles behind the line of scrimmage. Let me let me let me take a step back for a second, Michael. You're right. He is. He has been very physical, and I like that. He likes mixing it up. Yeah. He's got a little edge to him. I think if I remember correct, Michael. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't Lawrence Taylor uh, endorse him? Yes, yes, he did. All right. So yes, let me ask did. you this, and I'll and I'll and I'll move on. Did he, any did any of you? Okay, don't just drink the Kool Aid. Because sometimes you guys are Kool Aid drinkers. <laughs> did any of you want a piece today? Were any of you like like? Did any of you want Judy or more? Did anyone any one of you got Chris? Did you want one for a third? I would have taken him, not for a second though. For a third, because exactly. he's young enough, he's still on his rookie contract. I wanted no part of um, uh, DJ Moore, which I think he he would be due like seventeen million next year. So uh, Judy would have been a nice fit for a third. Truth, did you want a piece today? Yes, I did. Uh, and uh, uh, like Chris, I was thinking of Judy only for a third, maybe. But I was thinking more or less a lower tier, like a kid, like like. Um, Elijah Moore from the Jets or Terrence Marshall from Carolina. Those guys, you could have probably gotten them for a day three pick, but they probably weren't available. Hey, wait a second. Where's Cold? Cold, what do you mean the shampoo? What's up with the shampoo sponsor? What shampoo sponsor? <laughs> show, them, show, them the, show them the drip, man. Show them the flow. Astroflave oh. is, is a is a is a um a, a supplement company, Cold. It's a uh, protein shakes. It's uh, amino acids. It's a. Uh, it's for I'm like. Drinking you know, it. Yeah, it's for work. Right. It's for working out. You know what I mean. It's also like a it's, hair. It's also a hair uh, grower. It grows. Oh, hair I'm hair definitely time. gonna drink it then. <laughs> yeah, ask your, again. Again, if you're uh, if you're buying protein shakes in a big box store, cold, it's full of it's full of sugar and crap and and uh, uh, chemicals, and you're buying it at a big box store and they're ripping you off. Astroflave ships anywhere in the country. I have a discount code I can give you. You can buy anything. Look, Chris is all jacked. He uses it all the time. I use it as a. I use it as a. He is. He's all jacked. I use a. Um. I use it as a meal replacement because I can't crush plates like Chris does anymore because I'm all broken and old. So I use it as a meal replacement. But I was showing you the amino acids here. So I don't know if he's serious, 
or he just thinks I should get a shampoo sponsor because you guys are making fun of my hair. I think that's um, what he's trying to do. <laughs> yeah, it says, Nikki's killing me. She says, Craig is an old school herbal essence commercial. I can see it. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, you know, uh, Tuto says, what's up, Tuto? He says, I wouldn't trade Richie James for a pack of gum. Yeah, uh, listen, you know, there there is an element of, I hate to say it, Nikki's going to freak when I say it. You really kind of have to hope that Galladay, you know, gets healthy. Oh, it was a joke. Thanks, Cole. Uh, that Galladay gets healthy and actually contributes, right? And yes, absolutely. I mean, I mean, he's going to do it. <laughs> help me with this. He he's a 50-50 guy. So why not throw eight balls at him? He'll catch four. Who's so that? when he's on the field, <laughs> why don't they? Why don't they no, throw Galladay? Galladay. Yeah, 50-50, right? All right, if you're uh, – yeah, throw him uh, three downs out of three, 50% shot. He should go uh, – should be moving the ball forward one way or another eventually, right? Yeah, I just don't get it. I hope he comes back because he's he's stealing money like crazy. He keeps saying he wants to be part of the team. Um, hey, Craig and everybody, yeah. maybe the problem was he was hanging around Tony too much. Maybe now that Tony's gone, he'll actually – do something, you know what I mean? Maybe they were. Well, you know what? Were, that that happened funny. earlier in the week, and we didn't really even cover. I'll, I'll I'll run through this real quick. Uh, Truth, are you happy that he's gone, or were you satisfied with, you know, with what you know what they got in return? Like, what's your take? What's your quick take on Tony? A quick take is yes, yes on both of those questions. Um, he wasn't helping the team. Uh, I'm not there. I heard his attitude wasn't very good, so. Uh, you know, hope he does well. We don't need him. We're six and two without him. Chris, um, he's been on Twitter all week long going at it with Giants fans, showing his maturity. Um, you know, what do I make of, of this? Because you know what's going to happen, Chris. He's Now he's got an ax to grind. He's And, of course, he's, he's healthy. You know, he's going to go out there and he's going to have this yeah, awesome game on Sunday. You know he's going to have an awesome game on Sunday. And he's going to be like, see, I'm awesome. Look at me. And all the Giants fans are going to melt down. Right? Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. What, good for him. But, you know, the way his injury history, even going back to Florida, it's hard for him to stay healthy. But his immaturity, he comes from the DeAndre Baker, the Eli Apple, and the Tony, you know, immaturity group there. I mean, those three guys, all draft picks, and they kind of are kind of the same the way they, the way they acted when they were here. All um, first-round picks, by the way. All first-round first picks. picks. So, I mean, how long are you going to wait for this guy, right? I'm surprised we even got a third for him. So, you know, it's all right. Good luck to him, but we got to move on. Spartan, right. give me some, give me some, give me your, your uh, shot on uh, Tony. Look, I trust the staff where they say, look, this kid is not, he does not have what it takes to succeed in the NFL. And you know, you know what's such a shame is when you see somebody who's like so gifted like that and went through so much already to get there. And be, because of other reasons, you, you don't succeed. Like, dude. How do you not care once you get to the NFL le level? I really I just always kind of question like whether he like was really in it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can say what they want about Odell. That dude worked his ass off. He had the work ethic. I mean, of of probably the best of any receiver I had seen in the last ten years. He really had it. He had that motor. He had that want to play. Odell wanted to be great. He and wanted to be great. I don't think Tony cared to be great. I think cared yeah. like he cared about his brand a little bit, but that was it. Yeah, I mean, Odell spun himself out of control trying to be, you know, international superstar and great and the spot. But he, but you're right. He worked extremely hard. He was extremely talented. He wanted to be great. I never got a feeling one time 
that Tony that he, cared that to be that guy. Be he was going to put that step forward. Like he was going to make the other people around him work hard. He wasn't that kind of guy. Yeah, Cole says let Tony go be a, another bad rapper. He didn't want to play. Like I don't even. You know what? Listen, here's the thing. I I, I want to make sure people understand. Like, I, I mean, like I listen. I like old school hip hop. You know what I mean? Like I don't know a lot of new rap. My son's 14. Maybe he likes it. I don't want to kill him for his music because I don't under, I don't I don't listen to it and I don't know where he where the motivation comes from. So whether he's good or he's bad at, at, at music doesn't change my thought process in it never felt like he wanted to be an NFL player and be great. Mm-hmm. It was more like I'm already great. I've arrived and this is all I need to do. Yeah. So if that was musically inclined, if the rap got in the way, I don't know. So I don't want to open my mouth and put my foot in it. Cause I don't, you know, I, I don't know. But, but at the end of the day, and you're right, Patel, he is too thick, thin skinned. He's letting everybody get all over him. And he is a little bit of a clown, but at the end of the day, Spartan just said like, he's a wicked talented guy. I mean, he could, he could have been great, but he just, yeah, Ali says the same thing. Just a little bit of an entitled type of approach. Like, I've arrived. I don't need to do anything anymore. So, I, I'm super excited that we got, we got those picks for him. No doubt. Yeah. This that is going to be the last time. From high school to college, and you don't bring – like, they, like if they're so much better than everybody at the high school level, they think, oh, I don't have to do anything here. I'm a top recruit. They fail out. Happens yeah. in the NFL, too. Oh, I balled out in college. You know, I, I, I am already better than everybody else, you know. I'll just kind of coast at this level, and then I should be fine. See, Mason, I, can't, I can't agree with the Ocho Cinco thing yet. Maybe from a from a crazy crackpots, you know, way, you know. But Chad Johnson balled in Cincinnati. Okay, yes, when he got to just like Terrell Owens too, but when Chad got to uh, uh, New England, yeah, he was off his rocker at that point. But he balled. I mean, you know, we didn't get anything out of Tony except for four games, you know, and that's, that's not enough. Like everybody just needs to stop defending this guy. And he's, uh, he's so immature. He's online fighting with fans. (laughs) You'll never win. Let me tell you something. This is not going to be the last time we're going to hear about Tony injuries and issues on Twitter when he's with Kansas city. It's going to be a, it's going to be an ongoing saga. He's going to have two great games with Kansas city over the next two weeks. And he's going to go right back to what he's doing right now. I don't think he's going to play a lot next two weeks because he's got to learn the playbook. He has a hard time with that. That's right, Mike. Let's make sure people know two things because I also got in a debate with a guy this week over Andy Reid. Andy Reid's a great coach. He's won one Super Bowl. They chased him out of Philadelphia, people. You know, okay? I live in uh, South Jersey right outside of Philadelphia. Um, I worked for CBS Sports for a whole tons of years. They chased Andy Reid out of town, okay? So, you know, he is a great offensive-minded coach. And he will do some cool stuff with Tony. It just, you can't melt down over the next two weeks when you see the guy have 80, 80 yards receiving and two touchdowns, you know, or, or 120 yards, you know, receiving and a touchdown. You, you and can't tweeting melt his down. ass off at Giants Nation, mouthing off to all of us saying, I told you so. <laughs> yeah. Because you know what? We already know that he had, he was at the height, New York Giants, New York City, you know, everything he had right right there in front of him, and he and he chose to, you know, uh not give a shit. So um I, I have I don't feel any any remorse 
you know, for that. Um, oh yeah. And Patel said he got in that fight in that Dallas game. Yeah. I just, you know, I don't, I don't have any, any, uh, love loss for Tony. All right, guys. Um, one is, uh, the store is open. You can go to nygiantsrush.com. You can buy hoodies, you can buy mugs, you can buy phone cases, um, all sorts of cool stuff. You get up there. You can get all this Astro Flav, look, these shakers. Listen, Mike likes to do this, <laughs> right? You get Astro Flav. It's, it's a kick. It's a, it is really a sick shaker. Um, check, uh, we got, this is called the Jawless. Somebody, some, <coughs> oh, um, David out in Kentucky bought three hoodies last night. Uh, nice. super cool. Yeah. So look, nice. I love that skull, man. Yeah. So we've got the, the, the store is open. All sorts of cool stuff up on there. If you want phone cases, it's got, you know, we got the phone case. I have mine on the front. If you can see it, I have the skull right there. All right. So, um, you guys can all, yes, Nikki, we do have cool merch in the store. I'm going to put her up there. Um, and of course, every year I also make a new logo for you, you cats. Cause you guys like something new. So I'm, I'm going to be unveiling a new logo over the next couple of weeks. Every year we make new, as long as the skulls rocking the, uh, the earphones, you know, you, you know, it's rush in the rush family. Um, Oh, look at, she wants a Navy one. She's so Allie made sure she came on with great questions. Cause she's like, <laughs> I want, I want that shirt. She already said, I want that shirt. And then, and then, uh, I think maybe it was Casey or one of the other, one of the other, one of the other girls were like, I want that shirt. She's like, no, I want that shirt. So, um, we're, we're going to make sure we get you guys out those price packs, uh, this week. Guys, talk to me about what you need to see, you know, bi week wise. What are you hoping these two weeks off? Truth, I'll start with you and then we'll wrap it up. What, what do you, truth, what do you need to happen the next two weeks? Just yeah, guys getting healthy. That's my main thing. That's what I want to see. Spartan. Better offensive game plan for what they got right now. Figure it out. I know that was a poor performance. I know we're short on wide receivers, but uh, I think they can come up with a better game plan than what they did against Seattle. Don't lose the next two games. Go ahead, Chris. What do you want? I have complete faith in Kafka, Dable, uh, all the all the coaches to self-scout. Listen, to self-scout the first half of the season and go through what's working well, what they got to scrap, and what new creative um, you know, formations plays they, they need to incorporate going into the second half of the season. So Kafka's creative, right? And so is Dable. So I think we're I think we're gonna be in for some new stuff uh, going into the second half. And like Mike said, got any hope of the playoffs, gotta gotta take care of business with Texans and Lions. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going back to what I wrote today on NYGiantsRush.com. If you, you folks can go check that out. There's plenty of content up there. There's all our all our interviews. If you guys don't know, we usually interview a giant player every single month. You know, last month we interviewed Lawrence Tynes, and we've done uh, Jake Ballard and Chase Blackburn and uh, Dominic Hickson, uh, Dan Orlovsky, Kurt Warner. So we, we, we interview some kick-ass guests. I'm working on a couple of them now, so – um, they're not easy to get. So I am uh, working on a new couple of interviews. Zane's working on a couple of interviews. So, um, you know, one, thanks for tuning in. Another episode of the Giants, guys. Um, the store is open. NYGiantsRush.com for all the articles. And the truth is banging out a coach's corner pretty much like nine times a day. So there's like 100, 100 articles up there. I really can't get Chris or Spartan actually right. I think there's... I don't know if they know how to write. But <laughs> I am illiterate. I have one soon. I have one soon. <laughs> exactly. So, um, one, I appreciate uh, everybody. in. The, I mean, we got, you know, uh, Tuto, Real Cold, 
the NY Giants 2020, though, it's killing me. It's killing me. They're killing me. We got like, that's just killing me. His name's Mark. He said his name's yeah. Mark. Now, Mark. Yep. Mark is killing me. I see Sarah's in here. Allie, of course, and Patel, Mason, Joe. I mean, I see all you guys in here. Uh, Appreciate Mark. you guys. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you guys, yeah. you guys have just been great. Um, guys, so I got Mason's got a great question at 841. We're going to vote on it right now, guys. Unless you, unless you saw another one at 841. Uh, cold came in really strong. We, let me scroll up to it at 841. It was, where is cold? 841, 841. I'm looking, hang on, hang on. Oh, when Colin went, uh, this has got to be it here, right? When Kenny Galladay was healthy, he couldn't sniff plants. No, that's not it. Where is it? <laughs> where is, where is it? Three hours later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, let me see what this one here is. Uh, who okay, so this was Allie's who will unexpectedly come back from the bye week on fire and ready to take it up a notch. Well, that's definitely going to be Wandell Robinson, but that was a great question that she gave us at 841. <laughs> then, right after that, I was pretty sure, uh, that I had another one in here. Like, why can't I find Allie, it? Allie had two, I know that. She, yeah, yeah your other one was at, at 832. Oh, here, uh, Mason is who leads the team in receiving. Uh, it was it was Mason, not cold. It was Mason, and here it is. Here, who leads the team in receiving the remainder in the season catches, yards, touchdowns? Great question. Different guys, well, three different guys. Well, yeah, yeah. You're gonna have Wandell Robinson with catches, Slayton with yards, and touchdowns. touchdowns. Well, it was, I thought it was gonna be. I thought it would have been Bellinger, but we you know the poor guy. And by the way, for the record, I did talk to uh, his dad just yesterday. He is oh. on the path to recovery. Um, his, his eyesight seems to be intact and mm -hmm. it will improve as it goes. And, you know, he gave us thumbs up for all the, the prayers and well wishes. So uh, Dan is um, on the recovery trail. Um, and the other question was, was, was out, was also Allie. Cause she came, you know, she left work early. Yeah, she came prepared, man. She came prepared. Yeah. She told me she was going to come prepared. I was kind of like, come on hey, Greg, real quick with Bellinger. Prediction: The first catch at MetLife, standing ovation, guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, I would listen. The fans, yeah. we're not the only ones. Yes, we did interview him, and we automatically hit it off with the guy and his dad, right? And Ryan Dunley, even the post, we were all kind of doing that thing. Um, I'm with you, Chris. I, I think the fans really, really like Bellinger, you know, yeah. and how hard he's been working. So, um, yeah, man, that would be cool. So touchdowns, I was going to say Bellinger, but I, I'd have to go Barkley with touchdowns because he's already got – he's a, what he got? What has he got, six? Six. Something like that. I think Slayton will probably lead in receiving yards and then – Yeah. Agreed. I'll go, I'm going to go with Ron Hill with uh, catches. All right. So, and then at 8.32, Allie says – where is Allie's first one? I, I, I heard you say 8.45 on one of them. 832, 841. Uh, oh, so this is it here. So per each of you, who's your biggest surprise player of the first half and why? Well, for me, I, I'll just say it's Slayton. Who knew that Slayton was going to ball like he is and he's having a great year? Guys, want to answer that real quick? First half of the season? Someone else can go. I'll, 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 I'll go last. Go ahead, Spartan, Jones, Jones, I'll say it once and for all, Jones. I, I'm eating my worth of fork. You know, not last week. There's some questionable plays, but uh, this this season's been unbelievable from him. Chris, you got a surprise player? 
Uh, since uh, Mike said Jones, I'm going to go to Dory Jackson. We all knew he was good, but man, he's he's playing like lockdown. So I'm going to oh, go to Dory. Go ahead, Truth. Give me your surprise player. Uh, well, I'm, I was going to go with Love. Um, I did not think uh, Julian Love would would be an everyday safety. I thought he would have issues the first year, but he's proved me wrong. He's having a yeah, great man. year. Uh, like I said, on the way to 115 tackles. All right. So is it Ali or is it Mason? I gotta go. I'm gonna go with Allie. I think she's. I think she came looking at pad. Sorry, Mason. <laughs> <laughs> Allie gets. Uh, Nikki says Allie gets the shirt for sure. You're just rolling with girl power, is what you're doing over there. <laughs> um. Thanks, Nikki Superstar. Um. All right. Uh, my my vote's Allie. What do you got, Spartan? Uh, I'm gonna go with Mason so that he doesn't feel bad. <laughs> Chris. Oh boy, pressure's on Chris. No, they were both good. I'll go with Allie. All right, Allie, you are the winner of this week's uh, uh, swag from the Giants Rush Store. I already know which one you want because you've already told me. Um, I might have to get your size because I don't. I don't know what size that I have that I ordered, but I, I'll get. I'll get your size. Um, send that to you, uh, and that's compliments to Crypto Freeze. If you guys aren't following him. Uh, that one's going to California, if I'm not mistaken. Craig, man, you're getting you're getting smacked these shipping fees. You got Mark in the Caribbean a couple weeks ago. You got Allie in California. <laughs> yeah. Do we have any fans in the New York metro area, or do we all just live all over the place? You guys <laughs> live all over the place, and you kill me because I got to spend like $2,000 every year to ship all your stuff out. But that's okay. You know what I mean? Uh, I really appreciate it. Hey, we couldn't do it without, without Astro Flav. We couldn't do it without you guys. Thank um, you. If you're working out, <laughs> please try the Astro Flav. Give it a shot. I mean, it really does taste fantastic. Um, and, of course, I've got some other sponsors that are going to be rolling in soon. i got a coffee company that's that's on the burner. i got some other stuff I'm working on. Uh, so appreciate all the love you guys have given us. Um, and, God, honestly, since the Giants have won, we've had more fun doing the show than we've had in a long time. So uh, yeah. next week, we are taking a bye next week. So we are off. No Giants, guys, unless these guys decide to do a show without me. I'm taking the week off. These guys want to do a show. They can. You also are going to have the truth and Spartan. They do their draft shows. That's all coming up. Maybe. Uh, and there's going hey, to be. All right, let me just say this. Me and truth. We're going to have a quarterback show every year. Cause we are every few weeks here because we thought, you know, Jones may not have panned out and maybe a worthwhile discussion postponed. And me and truth haven't even talked about it since. No, no, no. I'll, need leave, to. I'll leave you with this. I jumped into a Twitter space today. I wish I hadn't. <laughs> all, they, all they did was trash Jones. And I was literally like, what are these people watching? Like, oh, what game are these people? These people, that's all they talked about, how great Fields was and how bad Jones was. I am like, I'm living in an altern alternate <laughs> world. Like, it's well, not happening. Goldfish memory, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Giants, guys. Don't forget, you can get this on Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, uh, Apple Pods, Google. In case you're on the on the treadmill, working out, walking a dog, you know, chasing after your kids, uh, taking a walk, or if you're Chris, you're cranking plates and you know, you know that stuff, uh, and you're and you're you know, popping in the earbuds, right? You're putting these guys in. You can get the Giants guys on all those channels. Please, please hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Bing, bing, bing. It helps the show out. Thank you very much. And we're O-U-T out. Peace. Later, boys.
Peace out. Ha, <laughs> ha,